And welcome to the Daily Dose part of the Afro-Dutu podcast. I'm your no-BS entrepreneur, keynote speaker, and host of this show. And today's show, I'm going to talk about the seven biggest problems with the coaching world. So let's roll into the show. The Daily Dose is your daily insight into the world of entrepreneurship, where I share my very best secrets to help educate you on building a six-figure business. Each day, I share secrets on entrepreneurship, business and marketing so strap yourself in for your daily dose from your no BS entrepreneur afro derito so this has come up because i'm getting several different messages from different coaches who essentially have just been qualified for the last few months which is fine because there's been a big shift obviously because of lockdown covid tier 10 whatever tier run now so there's many tiers right now <laughs> We just got announced yesterday. If you didn't already know, which you probably do know, but but by the time this goes out on a podcast show, we'll be in a different situation. It'd be twenty twenty one. But for now, a lot of people have pivoted and shifted into new spaces. Which is, again, the coaching world is a great world to be in. It's it transforms people's lives. You are essentially helping people live a more fulfilled life. You are changing their maybe their health, their wealth, their relationships. And coaching is an admirable place to be. We need more coaching in the world. We definitely do. As people who don't have the skill set to cope with those things and manage those things. And that's what coaching does. So if you've got a coach in terms of a fitness coach, for example, they improve your health and fitness. That is a valuable asset to have. You want to be in great shape. You want to be fit and healthy. So that's one key massive piece. Very important. Now, the second key piece is obviously if you're, if you're a relationship coach or something around building relationships again that's a super important piece to have because in families if they break down it, it devastates families it devastates children it devastates a lot of pieces not just the actual relationship itself has a massive impact around that so if a parent if a father and a mother get divorced that causes disruption for the children it also costs like seventy thousand pounds is the average cost of divorce according to Ledden's seven law specialists and that's 140 if you live in the in london area so it's a big cost financially and and the burden on the family as well and as i said repercussions thereafter now people get divorced for several reasons but mostly the relationship breaks down so a relationship coach, coach can help mend that and that's and if you're in the wealth space and you're looking to improve your maybe you have a coaching practice or maybe you're looking to create more clients or you need some business acumen or help and support on marketing marketing and sales that's a massive important asset to have in a business so coaching is absolutely transformational now the seven kind of common mistakes i put on here are problems with coaching that i see day in day out and i'm going to list all seven here now so number one so stay to the end number one is not knowing who you want to serve or truly help now this is massive because you might get qualified in the fitness space, for example, but the fitness space is massive. That's everybody. So you've got to, even if you just go for women, that's still a big chunk of people. Niche down, as you hear them say. But who do you ultimately want to serve? You need to know that. And once you know who it is, is what are they? Demographics and psychographics. Demographics being like age, where they live, what they do for a living. Psychographics, what are the biggest pain points? What keeps them up at night? What are the goals, aspirations? You have to know that first. Who do you want to serve? And I ask that question to some people and they don't know. So you need to do a lot of work and understand that. There's a great book above my head, Copyright Secrets, which helps to kind of navigate through some of that. So that's number one, not knowing who you really, truly want to serve and knowing them better than they know themselves. Because when you have that conversation, you're like, wow, this person gets me more than I get myself. Then they're more likely to trans, you know, to work with you, to to move forward, to get your coaching, to get your products and services, et cetera, as a client. 
So you need to know who you're serving. Number two, charging too little for your services. Now I'm going to add a caveat to this. If you're brand new and just starting out and never had one client in your life and you, and you literally are starting out, then maybe get a few clients at the beginning and do it for free in exchange for a case study or testimonial. Now, to pick that person, don't just pick anyone. I've said this before. Pick someone who you know you can genuinely help and get results for and use that as leverage to then get paying clients. So if you're just starting out new, it's a great way to get started. In the creative space, a lot of people do that. They do free work, freelancing to get them going and get most. But as soon as you've got one or two, then stop and start to charge. But when you do charge, don't charge too little. There's no margin there. You need too many clients then to serve, which doesn't serve you ultimately. You spend a lot of time and effort and you're just spending a lot of time spinning your wheels, not creating any income. Therefore, you can't create an impact. Therefore, you go out of business. Okay, so you need to make sure you consider those margins too. That covers the bills, etc. in your business. That's number two. Number three. Now, if you've been in business for a while now, I'm going to put a spin on that. You need to charge more. And charge a lot of people charge too little, £200 an hour. I'll get back to the per hour model in a minute. You need to charge more. Okay, if you've got enough results and evidence, you need to start increasing your prices. And most people attach their self-worth to how much they should charge. They ask two separate entities. What value are you giving? What problem are you solving? If you're solving big problems, there should be a big reward for that. Okay, and only solve big problems. Don't solve little ones, there's no point. Number three, not knowing where your next client is coming from. Now, this is making sure you have a, a, a system or process or some way of gauging, a right, okay, I've got three or four, 10, 20, whatever clients you've got. When's my next client coming from? You should always be knowing that straight away. Where's my next prospect? Who needs to chase up? Who have I spoken to previously? Who do I need to start to close? So you need to have all these things in places. You should have a spreadsheet with all these numbers on. How many calls per week are you putting? How many outbound are you doing paid advertising? Whatever you're doing, you need to have a process in place to understand where my next client is coming from. If you don't know, you really need to know. Okay, so upskill yourself in that area. Okay, and number four is not publishing content consistently. Now, I put this on here because people talk about don't put content out there or your reach is going to be minimal on Facebook pages, but pick the right platform. So LinkedIn Organic is a great way to start to build your content. When you produce content daily, especially daily, it allows you to then send that content to people. It allows people to see you every day. People look at you and go, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about. I want to work with this person, guy or girl. That means you are producing that content for a purpose and reason. It, you can use that as leverage. It, it doesn't, it's a digital asset. All right, so it's a digital asset. So me by doing this every single day live and then put it on a podcast show, I've got an asset. So if people want help with something, I'll go check out this episode. And that then show, positions me as an expert. I have experts come on my show weekly. Again, that positions me as an expert. And publishing content every single day will radically change your world. And this, is, this leads me into number five, which kind of ties into that. And it's just as important as publishing content is thinking about yourself. A lot of the time, if you're in a state of like of panic or worry or short-term thinking or when's my next client coming in, you start to think inward. But coaching is about service. You need to think outward. Who can I help next? Think about your audience, not yourself. And that goes to the publishing piece because people run out of momentum. So you need to have a system and a process in place that allows you to produce content consistently without the worry of like, oh, when's my next piece of content coming from? So that's super important. So think about if you're doing once a week, stick to once a week. If you're doing once a day, stick to once a day. I've done over 250 lives now, so I'm here consistently. That's a super crucial piece. 
comment down below. I'll see a few of you guys are with me. So just let me know what you're thinking so far and add any comments to this as well. I read on and reply to my comments towards the end because I'm in a flow here. So, and it is a podcast that so goes on a podcast as well. So that's number five. So thinking about yourself, so you need to think about your audience. What are their point, pain points and think about them, put the onus on them. That gives you in a giving state and producing content is a giving state. And that's what you need to be in. And number six is not using systems and processes to scale. So if you've got no process, if you've got no way of booking appointment, if you've got no website, if you've got no sales funnel, if you've got no email campaigns or marketing campaigns, if you've got nothing, that you need these systems to, to make it scalable. Okay, and that's going to tie into number seven in a minute. So you need to have systems and processes. Do you have a sales funnel? Do you have uh, email marketing? Do you have a Stripe account? Do you have things that uphold and keep that? you're able to then scale your business. That's what systems and process are for. If you're doing admin tasks, like sending off invoices, you don't need to do that. Stripe will do that for you. Okay, so start to think about the admin, automate, delegate, and eliminate the three key things that systems and process allow you to do. Get your time back to then be able to scale your business. So eliminate, delegate, and automate. They're the three key things you want with, with a system or process. And number seven is charging per hour. Too many coaches charge per hour. Now, the key thing, and I mentioned this in a podcast a few weeks ago, there's kind of three ways you're going to go about it. Per hour, I believe, is not the best way. Time for money, you run out of time, done. Okay? It's not scalable. So number two, which I've used in the personal training space before, and the third one is more advanced. Number two is results-based. So you're saying, I'm going to give you two, for example, in a personal training space, two personal training sessions per week you're going to get at X amount per month, for example. And you're going to get loads of things like PDF documents, cheat sheets, etc., all to go with that. Now, that is all around. That's not a money exchange. That's a results-based outcome exchange. So you're basing it on the outcome. So if you're designing a website, I'm going to design a website for you with five pages on this outcome. I'm going to charge you £10,000, for example. Okay, so it's outcome-based. So that doesn't rely on time because the problem with time for money is if you're doing like for example a website build you're gonna say oh i'm gonna bully for 50 hours if it takes 70 hours you're gonna lose money straight away and if it takes 10 hours you have to reduce your cost it's ridiculous it makes no sense so charge based on outcome and the last one as i said is a bit more advanced so this is when you start to charge value-based pricing so then you work out what the value you're bringing to a business now there's a skill set for that that i can't discuss massively in this show because it will take up most of the show and i've done one previously on this but start to think about and i'll put that down below in the comment section but when it comes to value bases is you're asking those questions about what value does this bring and this is what goes back to the topic i mentioned earlier on about having knowing the value of what you're worth and knowing how you're going to ask those questions to then work out the value so for example if you're designing a website and solving bigger problems like i said earlier on solve big problems you might, somebody might go to and need a website built. Okay, cool. But what problem are you trying to solve? Well, I'm not getting enough traffic to my website. Is it a website problem or is it a traffic problem then? Well, actually, it might be a traffic problem. Okay, that's a different problem altogether. So you've got a traffic problem. Then, then you want to solve the traffic problem, for example. And that might be a bigger problem. So what's that worth to you in your business per year, for example? Well, if I was to get more traffic, it means I get more business. Okay, how much, how much more would you get? Well, I could take my business from 5,000 a month to 10,000 a month. Okay, cool. So that's going to be, you're then going to have 50 grand extra a year for your pricing, for example. Yes, for example. Or it might be worth six figures a year. Okay, that's 100 grand. So what's that worth? So if I take 
that'd be 10,000 pound I can charge for that. That's value-based. That should be 10 to 15% of the value you're bringing to the person. If that makes sense, let me know in the comment section. You've got follow-up questions again. More than happy to answer them down below. But they're the kind of seven biggest problems I see in the coaching world today. So number one, not knowing who you're trying to serve ultimately. Number two, charging too little for your services. Stop charging so little. If you're new, as I said, use it as a case study, get a few in the bag, and then start to charge more. Number three, not knowing where your next client is from, coming from, very important. Number four, not publishing consistently. You've got to publish content. How do people know you exist if you're not raising the brand awareness? Number five, thinking about yourself. Okay, so stop thinking about yourself. Think about serving. That's the point of coaching, to serve people. Number six is not building systems and processes to automate, delegate, and eliminate those tasks. Therefore, you're saving time, money, and effort. And number seven is charging per hour per se- for your services. You'll run out of time, guaranteed. Okay, so let me know what you thought of today's Daily Dose. Just comment down below or as it's a podcast show, or go into my show, take a screenshot, send me a message on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, A-F-R-O-N-D-I-R-I-2, Afro-Duritu. And like I always say at the end of, end of every single Daily Dose, take control of your life before life takes control of you. Thank you for listening to today's Daily Dose. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider giving a five-star review. We need to stop the car, stop walking the dog, stop eating breakfast, and scroll down on iTunes right to the bottom and just write a five-star review. I'd really appreciate your feedback on today's episode. And I'll catch you guys in tomorrow morning's Daily Dose. Right, go write the review, man. You know it makes sense.